Hello. Welcome to Living and Loving Life. It is the month of December. We are in our last month of the year 2020. And now that you've done your shopping this last weekend, we can go back into our regular routines. What I wanted to talk about today was on kindness. And some of you may or may not have experienced some kindness from strangers, from family in the last weekend. Or you've experienced kindness and you are one of the blessed to have kind people in your life all the time and kind of gotten used to it. And so going into the store and having somebody not act kindly is a reminder of how blessed you are normally to have it. Kindness, by definition, is doing, or rather being, kind, being considerate, being generous, being uh, friendly. I think friendly and considerate are the two high qualities of what it means to be kind. Doing acts of kindness come from that place of consideration and treating strangers as friends. There are people in this world who just exude kindness. And for me, one of those qualities is joy. I was not that long ago in a doctor's office and the staff, the uh, front desk staff were complaining and making criticisms and it's a very busy office and they were very stressed. And one of the patients came in and I had been reading a book and my head went up when I heard her voice because tone of her voice was had such a lightness and a joy to it and I remembered that voice I remembered being the author of that voice years ago it's a voice that stems from a life lived in love a life lived in joy and it's one that just spreads it wherever they go because it's who they are. It's not an act. And you know, we're such interesting creatures. So somebody might say, oh, well, what is, maybe she has nothing to be upset about today. I mean, after all, I'm here, I'm sick. My daughter's sick, whoever's sick, I'm here, I'm worried. She obviously must not be sick. She must have come in for a flu shot. There are those of us who might say, I don't remember feeling that in a long time. What happened to my life? Why don't I feel that anymore? I used to be that person. There are those who will say, that's impossible. Nobody's life is that stress-free, that joyful. What does she think? She's kidding. But it was genuine. It was genuine, and when she left, the whole demeanor of 
that staff changed. She had shown them kindness just in showing up, speaking out of that place of peace and joy and kindness, promising them she was going to be by with some of her infamous, I think they were uh, crawlers or some baked goods that she makes. And the staff proceeded to talk after she left about how delicious they were and how much they look forward to having them again. So she not only is kind in her presence, but she appreciates and values the people, quote unquote, behind the scenes. Um, and she was going to bring in this gift for them just to say thank you. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for getting me in to see the doctor when I need to see her. Thank you. It was not Thanksgiving. This was several weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago. I thought, yep, I know that person. Haven't seen her for a long time. And I sat there trying to remember the last time I knew someone who had that peace and joy in their life, that it came through in their voice. Now, I do know people who are happy. I do know people who are um, very zen. But she had a wonderful combination of all that. And I'm one of the people that sit there and say, I need to do a reflection on my own life. Do I sound like that? Do I come across that way? And... Um, days later <laughs> I was going out to get a Starbucks coffee now I am not a coffee drinker but I am a Starbucks drinker and what I mean by that is I don't like anybody else's coffee okay I was a tea person I was a tea person most of my life and then I worked at this country club and you came in through the kitchen and every morning they would be brewing Starbucks coffee, regular and decaf. They'd have urns of it brewing because that's what they were serving the members of the club. And I loved the smell of it. I grew up with parents who drank coffee. I awoke every morning to the smell of coffee brewing, but I personally didn't like the taste. My husband had been a coffee drinker. I've had coffee in my life, but I was not a coffee drinker. That Starbucks started to get me interested. And so after months and months and months at this job, smelling this delicious aroma, I finally grabbed a mug and poured just a little. I'm not sure, I know I didn't add milk, I'm not sure if I added sugar, but little by little, in the course of just maybe a week or two, I became a Starbucks drinker. And once I drank Starbucks, and it was the dark roast, don't try and fool me with anything else, only the dark roast. I drink it black, I love it. Um, there's a flavor, there's just something to the flavor. I can't even duplicate it at home. I'll buy their beans, bring it home, make it according to the directions, it never tastes the same. But theirs tastes good no matter where I buy it. It's and okay, I thought, okay, now I'm a coffee drinker. 
So in a really, really, really tight pinch, I might try McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts or 7-Eleven or any of the other places people have said have good coffee, and I do not like it at all. And in some cases, it's bitter because they're counting on you to add in the sugar and the milk or creamer. And in other cases, it tastes like dirt water. It's so weak. So I will maybe twice a week, usually once a week, grab me the largest size dark roast they have. And I had a couple of incidents where I went there around noon or one o'clock and they told me they were out of it. They weren't brewing anymore because apparently they didn't have the clientele for the dark roast later in the day. So I was disappointed. And this was a few days after I'd had the experience of this lovely woman who was just exuding joy and kindness. And I thought to myself, I've become one of those people who anticipates confrontation, anticipates with somebody I've had it with before that there's going to be a problem. And how can we get past that problem? How can we make it a win-win situation? So I was driving to the Starbucks and it was sometime maybe 10.30 in the morning and I started to feel myself anticipating they were going to tell me they were out of the dark roast. And if you're a Starbucks person, you know that with COVID, you're waiting on longer lines outside to go through the drive-thru. And I caught myself and I said, nope, I am going there with a positive attitude. I am putting on my kind, joyful voice. I am going to wish that person a genuinely good morning and confidently order my dark roast. And that's what I did. And guess what? I got it. I didn't get any stories about it being too late. It was there. Why was I happy after that? And the woman thanked me for being so pleasant. She said, thank you. It was a real pleasure doing business with you. And it was simply because in a day of everybody going through there and all different levels of disgruntledness or, um, you know, some people have that voice where it's just a non-voice, it's flat, they're preoccupied, they're neither happy or unhappy, it's flat. And she must hear them all. And I was so happy I was able to give her that experience. I was able to pass forward the experience I'd had of that kind woman in the doctor's office. And I have made the commitment to myself to be that person again. And whatever comes up that I catch, like that instance with the coffee, I'm going to change it and turn it around because I don't want to be that person who I became who got used to conflict. There's just no need for that. And you might call it something different. You might say, well, I got used to the fact that life is always going to be problems. Some people are always going to be 
mean or always going to be nasty or always, oh, I don't accept that anymore. That's where I'm going to decide to make a difference. And if I come in with that nice voice and it stops them for just a moment before they respond as they usually would, then I've passed forward that kindness. Kindness is a lot of things. Kindness is, um, there's a quote that I love that I read recently. And it says, you cannot do a kindness too soon for you never know how soon, I'm sorry, you never know how soon it will be too late. So you can never do a kindness too soon for you never know how soon it will be too late. Love and kindness are never wasted. They always make a difference. That quote is Helen James. The random act of kindness activist, is a Instagram um, person, says kindness is the ability to know what the right thing to do is and having the courage to do it. I think we all know what the right thing to do is, and sometimes it's courage, and sometimes it's patience, and sometimes it's stepping out of your comfort zone to do something you wouldn't normally do. It's not really courageous, it's just being willing to do it. It's knowing what the right thing to do is and just doing it. Albert Schweitzer said, constant kindness can accomplish much. As the sun makes ice melt, kindness causes misunderstanding, mistrust, and hostility to evaporate. And isn't that what this season is all about, right? Remembering the one who came here to save us from our sins who left with the message that we are to love one another as our God has loved us. There are people in this world who make our lives a better place. And how wonderful if we all this month strove to be that person. It's not just for your family or your close friends. Being a kind person is being kind to everyone. Several years ago, I was in a place where I needed nothing. I had no want for anything. My only wish would be if I could have had my parents again. Both had passed, and I was missing my dad terribly. And it colored the rest of life gray for a little while while we were mourning his loss because he was a truly kind man. And I told my family I didn't want any gifts. What I wanted was for each of them in the next month between October, actually two months, I think I gave them two months the first year, between the end of October and Christmas, I wanted them to each perform just two random acts of kindness, just two. And then to write me about it in a letter and put that letter in an envelope and mail it to me and that would be my Christmas present. 
because I love hearing about their choice to do that act and what, if any, they were aware of change it made for the person they did it to. Random acts of kindness oftentimes are to be done in secret where you pay ahead for somebody in line behind you, where you um, do something for a colleague without them knowing that you did it for them, not asking for credit. Or it can be paying for a student's coffee, a single mom's coffee or meal and they do see you, the waitress points you out, or you're standing next to the person, and all you ask is that they accept it. Um, actually, one of the last times that I had lunch with my dad, I was planning to take him to lunch. I think we met for breakfast, actually. But I was planning to pay for the meal. And when the bill came, he insisted and he paid for it. And I went to Starbucks and was, I had a meeting to go to, so I stopped at Starbucks. And there was a young lady next to me, in front of me. And I could tell she was a high school or college student because she kept counting the money in her hand. And she asked the waitress how much it would cost for the large size and then decided to get the medium. And I said, excuse me, I'd like to pay for your coffee. I said to the woman behind the counter, please make hers a large. And the students wasn't sure what to make of me. No, no, that's okay, that's okay. And I said, please let me do this. And I explained that I had planned on paying for my dad's breakfast or lunch and that he had paid for it. And now I hear I have this money and I would really enjoy paying for her large coffee. And she said thank you and took it. And I watched out of the corner of my eye as she walked away and turned back and looked at me again. I don't know what was going through her mind. Crazy old lady. Um, hope I did the right thing. Why would she do that? I don't know what she was going through her mind. But it just felt good to do it. It felt good. I've been there before where you're counting change and you want something, but you can't have it. And it was just so nice to be able to do that for her. It didn't truly cost me anything. It didn't cost me anything. It was a gift that I gave gladly. So doing these random acts of kindness are not always for the recipient. It's really to build your kindness self. That part of you that gives, that part of you that cares, that part of you that wants to live in a community of kind, caring people. I don't know how that changed, but there was a time when my husband and I knew the owners of the cafe that we went to four days a week. We knew the owners of the bakery. We, and we knew them because we got to know them, because we were friendly when we walked in. We were pleasant to do business with. 
and we were regulars. And we built a community within our town of people that we didn't know outside of those connections. We, you know, we didn't run into them at any other time in life. We didn't have them over for a meal. They were business relationships, but they were friendly business relationships. You were happy to see each other. You knew each other by name. And it made living in that town warm and comfortable and safe. So that is what I am putting in front of you today as we move into this last month of 2020. Think about when you go to speak, when you go to take an action, to do so kindly. Feel free to borrow from me my idea and ask that your friends and family do two acts of kindness, write about it, put it in an envelope and give it to you for your holiday celebration. Part of my tradition has always been on the eve of Christmas after I would put out all the gifts from Santa under the tree, there was always a care package my parents would send and it would include some lovely scented soap or lotion or perfume. It always included a book because we lived 3,000 miles away. Our gifts were mailed to us. You know, we mailed gifts back and forth. And so that would be my treat. I would take a bath in some scented oil. I would take the new book I just received. I'd make a delicious cup of tea, whether it was Earl Grey or chamomile or some beautiful blend someone sent me. And I would read for a good hour. So the first year I started this tradition of receiving random acts of kindness from my family and friends, instead of that book, I was reading their gifts that they gave to complete strangers. And it was some of the best reading I've ever had on the eve of Christmas with my cup of tea. It was their stories that they told were funny, were touching. And two people started out saying, as I knew already, I do this throughout the year, so this really wasn't effort, anything new to me, but I will write you and tell you about the two most recent that I did, or the two most impactful that I made. And sometimes their recipients did not know who they were, and sometimes they did, and were grateful. And sometimes there was a scuff. <laughs> They didn't want their meal paid for. They didn't want their coffee paid for. They couldn't understand that a stranger would do that for them. And they were so untrusting, they were unable to accept it. And that may happen, listeners, but you do it anyway. So you go on to the next person. 
And I'm hoping that you will find this exercise rewarding and continue to do it throughout the year in 2021. Thank you for listening. Keep on living and loving life. Until next time.